0: In order to appreciate fully the extraordinary significance of Freud's psychoanalytic discoveries, one must start out with understanding the principle on which they are based, and one cannot express this principle more adequately than through the sentence of the Gospels, and the truth shall make you free, John 8.32. Indeed, the idea that the truth saves and heals is an old insight which the great masters of living have proclaimed, nobody perhaps with such radicalism and clarity as the Buddha, yet it is a thought common to Judaism and Christianity, to Socrates, Spinoza, Hegel, and Marx. For Buddhist thought, illusion, ignorance, is, together with hate and greed, one of the evils which man must rid himself if he does not want to remain in a state of craving which necessarily causes suffering. Buddhism does not combat joy or even pleasure in the world, provided it is not the result of craving and greed. The greedy man cannot be a free man and cannot be a happy man. He is a slave of things which rule him. The process of waking up from illusions is the condition of freedom and of liberation from suffering which greed necessarily produces. Disillusion, ent toshung, is a condition for leading a life which comes closest to the full development of man, or, in Spinoza's words, to the model of human nature. Less central and radical, because tainted with the idea of a god-idol, is the concept of truth and the need for disillusionment in the Christian and Jewish traditions. But when these religions compromised with power, they could not help betraying truth. In the revolutionary sects, Truth could have a prominent place again because their whole thrust was that of uncovering the contradiction between Christian thought and Christian practice. Spinoza's teachings in many ways resemble those of the Buddha. The human being who is carried away by irrational drives, passive affects, is necessarily one who has inadequate ideas about himself and the world, that is to say, one who lives with illusions. Those who are guided by reason are the ones who have ceased to be seduced by their senses and follow the two active affects, reason and courage. Marx is in the tradition of those for whom truth is the condition for salvation. His whole work was not primarily that of showing a picture of how the good society would look, but was a relentless critique of illusions which prevent man from building the good society. As Marx put it, One must destroy illusions in order to change circumstances which require illusions. Freud could have formulated the same sentence as a fitting motto for a therapy based on psychoanalytic theory. He enlarged the concept of truth tremendously. For him, truth referred not only to what one believes or one thinks consciously, but also to what one represses because one does not wish to think it. The greatness of Freud's discovery consists in the fact that he conceived a method of arriving at the truth beyond that which an individual believes to be the truth, and he could do that due to having discovered the effects of repression and, correspondingly, rationalizations. He demonstrated empirically that the way to cure lies in insight into one's own mental structure and thereby in de-repression. This application of the principle that truth liberates and cures is perhaps the greatest achievement of Freud, even though his application of this principle underwent many distortions and often produced new illusions. In this book, I want to present the most important discoveries of Freud in detailed form. At the same time, I shall try to show where and in what way bourgeois thought so characteristic of Freud narrowed down and sometimes even obscured his discoveries. Since my critique of Freud has its own continuity, I cannot avoid referring back to earlier statements I have made on the subject. Eric Froh